strictly speaking, Joe DiMaggio and Ted Williams, baseball's greatest player and baseball's greatest hitter, is not a biography. It's a memory book. I zero in on the highlights of each man's career that have remained with me 50 years later. Of course, all of the facts had to be retraced. In looking back, it seems as though the events of this book occurred only yesterday. The seconds, minutes, and hours of our lives sometimes drag. But the months and years fly. But the totality of the book, chapters, interludes, appendices, comparisons and contrasts, postscripts, fills in so many gaps that it might give the impression that the Yankee Clipper is running down every fly ball to deep right and left center field, and the kid is finding every hole in the other team's defense. In fact, he once said, when I look at the other team's defense, all I see are gaps. The format of the book runs Joe, Ted, Joe, Ted, etc. The reason is uniformity, not bias. Joe precedes Ted, and DiMaggio comes before Williams in the alphabet and the dictionary. The book's climax deals with an interview of Joe that fell into my lap. I never got that lucky with Ted. But I struck gold with Dave Boo Ferris recently. He made the difference. You have many options in reading this book. Perhaps you might want to read all of the segments about Joe first, or perhaps those about Ted. In either case, you'll receive, I believe, two riveting representations of the baseball lives of two titans of the game. Today they reside in the pantheon of Mount Olympus, otherwise named the Baseball Hall of Fame. Maybe you'll want to read it episodically. It works just about any way you approach it. I preferred the following format. Chapters on Joe, followed by interludes on the Clipper. Chapters on Ted, succeeded by interludes on the Kid. Appendices on Joe, trailed by appendices on Ted. The 11th appendix unifies the section by focusing on each of them. Interestingly, there are seven chapters and interludes on each of them. The number seven symbolizes completeness. Joe was the complete player. Ted, the complete hitter. When we think of Joe and Ted, we concentrate on their differences. But surprisingly, they possessed as many similarities as contrasts. The epilogue points this out. I chose the book's format because it ties in with their personalities. They were the two most competitive players of their era. They have been linked in life and death. In fact, they were so competitive that Ted knew everything that Joe did before the rest of the country did. The scoreboard operator at Fenway Park would tell him what Joe did. For example, during Joe's 56-game hitting streak in 1941, he would tell Ted, Joe just got a hit. His streak continues. Ted would then holler to Joe's brother, Dom, in center field. Joe just got a hit. His streak's still alive. In my turn at bat, the story of my life, written by John Underwood, Ted said somewhat forlornly, It is probably my misfortune that I have been and will inevitably be compared with Joe DiMaggio. We were of the same era. We were the top two players in our league. 
In my heart, I have always felt I was a better hitter than Joe, which was always my first consideration. But I have to say, he was the greatest baseball player of our time. He could do it all. He was a better fielder than I was, a better thrower. Everything he did was stylish. He ran gracefully. He fielded gracefully. He hit with authority and style. I suppose that is what separated him from Willie Mays in my mind's eye. That even when Joe missed, he looked good. It is also true, of course, that in his 13 years with the Yankees, they won the pennant 10 times. That has to be a factor.